the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 96 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. We are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at area code 602-679-8324. want to send out a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85032. His phone number is 602-722-9151. They have a great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles. It's a no-hassle, no-BS buying experience. You know, I recently helped a radio show listener buy a vehicle from Bobby. And the difference between a one-year-old 20,000-mile vehicle and a brand-new exact model vehicle was close to $14,000. When you're a small business and, you know, you don't want to jump out right away and spend a certain amount of money for a vehicle. Now, sometimes if you're in business, you have to spend money to make money. You know, I've helped plenty of commercial people buy cars. Uh, It's something that we do. And depending on your circumstances, if you're looking for a commercial vehicle, don't walk into the dealership and deal with the new salesperson in the front. You want to make sure that you're dealing with somebody that completely understands if there's additional incentives, if there's a specific way to pay for the car. You know, I helped somebody lease a car, a commercial vehicle. The young man was incorporated. His LLC was one day old, and I got him approved with his great credit on a lease on a brand new $60,000 vehicle. So it's it's just about relationships, and that's what Dana and I have with people that we help buy cars. We go to where the relationships are the best. I had a gentleman that I'm going to help this week wanted to buy a Dodge pickup truck. He wants a 2500 diesel. He wants a long bed, and he wants four-wheel drive. And he kind of fell over backwards when he started looking, and 2018s were more than he thought he was going to have to spend to buy a brand new one. So we finally sorted it out, and the funny thing was, the gentleman lives in Phoenix, I live in Phoenix, the dealership's in Surprise. The car that we found was in Cottonwood. 
didn't want to really do business with the dealership in Cottonwood because I didn't particularly care for their disclaimer. Why don't you share what that disclaimer was? Not even worth it. It was not attractive. Bad, bad, bad. Go ahead. So exactly. And we're not here to bash dealerships. No. But it's... I wasn't going to bash anyone. Just go ahead. Yeah. But the best part was, in order to get the Dodge truck from Cottonwood, he had to get a Jeep that was in Tucson. Well, if you can get the dealer to do dealer trades like that for you and get the kind of pricing that I got for this gentleman, you probably don't need our help. But Did you understand what he just shared? And the, the, thing, the dealer traded with another dealer, got a separate vehicle transaction, gave that other dealer a vehicle that they wanted to get the vehicle that the other dealer wanted, and then did a second dealer trade with the dealer that actually had it. A lot of dealerships right now, when they're doing dealer trades, they're holding their cars hostage. Because when I was trying to help somebody buy a Buick Envision, it was a GMC, their GMC Buick stores, and the GMC store that had the car that my friend needed wanted a very rare, hard-to-get, four-wheel drive, 1500 GMC pickup truck. Uh, uh, basically, they were holding him hostage for the most desirable inventory that the dealer that was requesting the trade had. So instead of trading something comparable, which is normally how it would work, they wanted the most desirable unit in arguably their whole inventory in exchange for the vehicle. You know, and, and the most important thing, if you're going to reach out and you're going to call me at 602-525-1370, or you're going to call Dana at 602-679-8324, one of the most important things is you have to have an idea of what it is you want to do. So when people call about certain cars and they make a comment that says, if I can't get a deal on it, I'll wait. Oh, there's certain cars you're not getting a deal on and there's certain cars that you're going to wait anyway because the dealers don't have the cars. We, I think if you're not in the market to actually buy a car, it's probably not the time to call us to inform us that you don't need to buy anything and you're is is not really what we're here for. It's wonderful that you don't need to buy anything, and if that's the case, don't call us yet. You know, and it's it's a matter of when I say knowing what you want. I mean, I have a gal that I'm working with right now, and she's a, she's a super nice gal, and she took my advice, and I told her. Before you drop this much money and go buy a brand new Jeep Wrangler, you need to go sit in one, you need to go drive one, and you need to make sure that's what you want. There's nothing luxurious, in my opinion, of any Jeep Wrangler, even the ones that are 60 grand. You're no. buying a Jeep. You're buying something that was designed to take you off-road and go have fun. Now, I don't know what the percentage of people is that actually buy Jeeps that don't go off-road ever. So she mentioned that she took my advice and she decided that she was going to look at two different pickup trucks. And I explained that one of the pickup trucks is really hard to get right now and the other pickup truck is really, 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 really hard to get right now. So if you weren't in a position to where you had to buy something right now, waiting is probably a better thing than running out. Now, I don't ever remember the rebates on 1500 Rams being only $1,500. Now, we mentioned at some point last week, we talked about 0%. Now, if you're trying to buy a Dodge pickup truck 
and you want to finance a truck for 0% for 72 or 84 months and the rebates are only two grand, you take the 0%. But as Dana said a million times, every single car deal stands on its own. So she had mentioned she saw the 0% on Dodge Ram pickup trucks. Well, it is 0% on a Ram pickup truck on a Bighorn. It wasn't on Laramie's. It wasn't on Longhorns. It wasn't on Limiteds. So I kind of chuckled because she sent me a bunch of pictures of trucks she found. And one thing she made clear was she wanted bright white, not the tricolor white. At the pearl. Right. Every truck she sent me, every single one was pearl white. So I had found a truck that I told her about the vehicle, but the only problem was it was pearl white. But I also didn't like the truck because I don't know enough. And if I don't know something, I don't make up an answer. So I saw a Dodge Ram 1500 Limited lifted. Now, when you lift a truck with air suspension, I don't know if that's the smartest thing to do. So I made a few phone calls and it was... Three to zero. All three people told me that understand lifts, that you don't lift the truck with air suspension. Then she brought up, she sent me some pictures of a four-inch lifted Jeep in Texas. So when I ran the Carfax, on Carfaxes these days, there's actually a link sometimes under the description of the vehicle that says original window sticker. So I happened to click on the window sticker and I couldn't figure out why this Jeep was about $8,000 more than the exact same Jeep that was sitting in Surprise, original window sticker. And all of a sudden it dawned on me. This car was built in Canada and it was delivered in Quebec. The MSRP in Canada was Canadian dollars. $8,000 more base MSRP. Now, I also explained to her, and I don't think it's a great idea, so I wanted to confirm, was if you're going to buy a Jeep that's been lifted, you need to really understand what it is you're buying. Because just like all leases aren't the same, not all lifts are the same. And one of the most important things when you lift a vehicle is are you affecting the geometry of the car. Now, Dana and I had an opportunity to help a radio show listener, and I laughed because he ordered a brand new Jeep Rubicon. And he ordered okay. a 2020. Great guy, Jim. And when the car came in, he sent me a picture about two months later. And I always jokingly said to him, I said to him the other day, because I called him to ask about this lift stuff. He has, I laugh when I talk to him because he has three Jeeps. He has the one Jeep that he drives every day, which is a Grand Cherokee. Trailhawk, not Trackhawk, Trailhawk. Then he has the Rubicon, and then he has almost what he spent on the Rubicon in the Rubicon. He changed differentials. He changed axles. He changed interior. He added lights. He bought a black vehicle and wrapped it in almost like that camo beige color. Uh, wheels, tires, and things like that. You can't take a basic Jeep Sport with the factory differentials and go put 37-inch tires on the vehicle and expect the vehicle to run correctly. But that's the thing about Dana and I. 
We're not selling you anything. We're helping you. And if we don't know the answer to something... We'll find out. We normally know somebody we can get the answer to. But remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. Joey's been a big supporter of what it is that Dana and I do, as well as Chad Sassan over at Rodeo... Kia in Avondale as well. And right next door, you have Adam Breen at the Hyundai store. And a little bit further west in Goodyear, you have Alex Medina, David Garcia at Rodeo Ford. Uh, These guys understand what it is that we're trying to do. And what it is we're trying to do is get you the best deal possible. And when we do that, we also do that in a very timely fashion. You know, I... Time is is valuable, I, I think, and I know that for our clients, when we, when I go and meet someone at a dealership, it is so nice to be in most cases in and out in maybe an hour to an hour and a half. It usually takes longer to wash it, the car. It, it absolutely does, and and in some cases, as he just shared, um, the thing that we're waiting on is the car to be cleaned because the salesman isn't able to get it back soon enough to have them have time enough to clean it before we're done with the finance department. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders 
can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. You know, last week we talked a little bit about um, a client that had reached out looking to get a used vehicle, and I'm optimistic that we'll figure out a way to to help the gentleman, and it's certainly not my intent to to make him do anything. When I reference the, the, you know, opportunity that he could acquire on the lease if he were to choose to do so, um, that's if he were to choose to do so. You know, there's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I'm not here to, as Gary shared, or he's not here to, to sell you or to persuade you to do something. That's simply just not what we're here for. We're here, as Gary pointed out, and as I pointed out over the years, to provide a service like no other. And right now, with the cost of vehicles, I think it's important that we help people understand a little bit more about leasing and how it works. And so one of the reasons that people lease a vehicle as opposed to purchase a vehicle is the length of the loan. And often, as you talked about, you know, if the average loan on a new car is 69 months, it's quite a bit different to only have a 36-month term, which is what the average lease is. From there, what happens often is people may not simply understand how it works, but it's really not complicated at all if you do understand how it works, and it's not complicated to understand how it works. So I'll give you an example. When you have a brand new car, and for now, let's say it's a new Toyota Camry. It's a ubiquitous car that's very popular and a great car. So if it's a Toyota Camry LE, and that's a you know kind of a less expensive model, let's say that today the manufacturer suggested retail price is around $25,000. Well, the way a lease works is if it's a three-year term, the lease company projects what they think the car is going to be worth at the end of those three years. So if it's a car like a Toyota and it holds its value pretty well, which Toyotas do, let's just say, for example, it has a 60% residual. So ultimately, they believe the lender, not not the dealership, the dealership has nothing to do with this, the lender believes that it's going to be worth approximately 60% of what it cost originally. So they take 60% of the price of the car and they put it off to the side in what's called a residual. Now, just so we're clear... Residual is not negotiable. It is adjustable based on the miles. Absolutely correct. Everybody that leases that car will have the same residual. The thing that Dana just said where he puts it to the side, it's the amount that's left over that you as the consumer can negotiate. Well, at the, the, the residual value at the end would be something that you would have the option, if you chose to, to purchase it for. You would have the option to possibly return the vehicle if you didn't choose to purchase it for the residual. But the point of it is, is if they're, if they were subtracting the, that amount because you're not buying the whole car, you're, you're, paying for and financing um, a portion of the car. You're only paying for how long you intend to use it. So ultimately, hopefully you understand that residual is the amount that the lender, not the dealership, 
believes it's going to be worth. And as Gary pointed out, the residual is not something that you can negotiate. It's not adjustable other than for miles. And the reason for that is it doesn't make any difference what, you know, who negotiates a transaction. And it doesn't make any difference if one person has negative equity and another person has positive equity. If one person puts 3000 down and one puts nothing down, they're going to have different monthly payments on the vehicle. But if they both agree to drive the same amount of miles over the same amount of time, then how would the vehicle be more or less valuable than the other? So that's why the residual is the same regardless of how you are paying for it other than, as Gary pointed out, can be adjusted for mileage. From there, you negotiate on a lease no differently than you would on a conventional purchase. Do you agree, Gary? Well, you negotiate the exact same way, but what you need to understand, it's the easiest way to get winked in a car dealership. Because when they're leasing you a car... What they're trying to do is switch you to a monthly payment. And Dana mentioned earlier about certain terminology in a lease. So if you don't understand what the cap cost is, if you don't understand what the adjusted cap cost is, if you don't understand what the acquisition fee means, and you don't understand what your startup fees are, you can get yourself in quite a bit of trouble leasing cars. Because there's a very, very important term on a lease contract. And there's a very, very, very important item never on a lease contract. The important term on the lease contract is agreed upon value, which is your sale price. The part that's missing is the interest rate, which is a money factor. So Dana will be able to answer this question in 27 seconds or less, more like three seconds. If a dealership marks up the money factor, 40 basis points, and it's a $30,000 lease, how much did the payment just change? Um, well, it would depend on the, it, it would change, I, I don't know it off the top of my head because I think it would vary, but what you're, what he's describing is something that you do need to understand or you should not be involving yourself in the transaction. The nice thing is Gary and I, of course, do understand all that terminology, and we'll just talk about it. The, the cap cost that he mentioned, the cap cost is designed to be the agreed upon selling price of the car. If you don't have a trade-in and you come in to get a vehicle and you negotiate the price of the car, the cap cost should be what you've agreed to pay for the vehicle. The adjusted cap cost is the amount that you're actually intending to finance. So in other that, words, that's when completely different. That is you take your cap cost, agreed upon value, you add all of your fees to the cap cost and subtract any money that's going to be applied to the lease to give you what's your now adjusted cap cost. Now, where it can get even trickier for you to follow is if you have a trade-in that has a payoff. And the nice thing is that it, it's not complicated. It's not, it's not rocket science because me and Dana wouldn't be doing it. Valid point. By, valid, valid point all by itself. But the key, of course, is that we don't make it sound 
you know, scary because it's not scary. It's as Gary said, it's just a different way to pay for the car. It's a different, it's a transference of risk, a, quite a big one. And when you think about it, if, if you lease a vehicle, they in most cases, they come with what's called gap insurance. Now, it's not standard on all leases, but almost every company, almost every manufacturer, it's inclusive. Except for Toyota's. Yeah, Toyota, Toyota's, for sure. yeah Toyota's the one that comes to mind that it's definitely not inclusive and you would have to buy it separately. But with the exception of Toyota, gap insurance is ubiquitous on most leases. And what it is designed to do is to protect the 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 driver of the vehicle or you as the consumer from in the event god forbid it's totaled irreparably damaged you are not or stolen you are not responsible for the deficiency or any disparity between what is owed on the vehicle and what it is worth you know it's it's back to the simplest thing it boils down to it's just a different way to pay for a car. Leasing is not a bad word. Remember, you can reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. I do ask, if you call, leave a message. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixie, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9.6 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We, we make up the whole entire group of Your Car Insiders. You We're- can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Their, their trademark slogan is the dealership for the people. And they mean it. They, they, they sure do. So, you know, Gary had mentioned in, in the previous segment, you know, about the cap costs, the adjusted cap costs, and, and then he mentioned the inception fees. Well, inception fees is, is not a complicated thing. It's, it's just your first month's payment, the plates and registration for the first year on the vehicle, and then in most cases, um, a dealer documentary service fee. Now, where does the... Act fee get added. The acquisition fee gets added to the cap cost. It's a fee from the bank. Again, this is not a fee from the dealership. The dealership's not charging an acquisition fee, but in the structure of the lease itself, there's an acquisition fee in virtually every lease I've ever seen. It can vary from company to company, but it's typically five to six hundred dollar range, and that acquisition fee is designed to be collected by and for the lender, nothing to do with the dealership. So it's not something that typically ever even comes up in conversation other than when someone's actually signing the contract. And they ask what that is. And they ha- Exactly. In most cases, people don't even hear that term because, uh, again, it's a fee that the lender is charging, not the dealership. And, and so from there, the the key, of course, is having an understanding. In in some cases, people worry about, well, you know, if I if I don't keep it the whole length of the term, what happens? Well, it's it's no different than if you don't keep a vehicle for the length of the term on a conventional purchase where you're financing the car. All you would do is you would call the bank. And let's say that you have a six-year loan on a conventional purchase and two years into that six-year loan, your needs change and the vehicle no longer suits what you have to have. And so you look to replace it. So, Gary... I'm sorry. I just did a brain fart. No, no. He was talking. I was reading something because I'm reading a couple of things and I kind of laugh because it says every lease where a buyout is available and specifically included the residual value of the vehicle, but you typically can't negotiate it like you can with other lease terms. Although you can try a higher residual value means the car is expected to hold its value well over the lease term. Now, lease acquisition fee is a fee that a leasing company charges to cover the administrative costs of setting up a new auto lease. While the fee can be expensive, it may also be negotiable. Now, when they say negotiable, the bank has an acquisition fee charge that they charge the dealer. It does not mean the dealer has to pass that on to you without marking it up. The, the other thing, in some cases, lenders will charge multiple security deposits and, and waive an acquisition fee, but I've not even seen that happen in the last 10 years. I haven't had anyone even bring up the, the term 
acquisition fee. Gary and I are just explaining what what the different terms are. You don't have to fully understand these things if you have us, and more importantly, even if you didn't have us, if you understand how it works, as I mentioned earlier, you the way that the lease works, you start by taking the residual and subtracting it, and now you're financing essentially the remaining balance over a shorter period of time. You know, one of the funniest things that I remember from my years in the car business was I was at ABC Nissan many, 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 many years ago, late one evening. And I had a client come in that was leasing a Maxima. I remember this. And I was sitting in finance, and it was after the dealership closed, and we had a product back then called Lease Profit. And they weren't universal contracts. They were contracts designed by each bank for their verbiage. So if you were leasing a car through Wells Fargo, it was a Wells Fargo lease contract. If you're leasing a car through Bank of America, it was a Bank of America lease contract. The lease that they negotiated for this gentleman was Bank of America. So one of the things when you read, you can read these things all the time on the Internet. But, you know, I don't always believe what I see on the Internet. Let's just leave it at that. But this gentleman, when I printed the contract, turned around, took his pen out, opened up his pen, and started to write on the contract. So I took the contract from him, and I ripped it up, and I threw it in my shred box. What was his profession, Gary? He was an attorney. So the second time he did it, I explained that that's the last contract I'm going to print is the one I'm putting in the printer right now. You cannot change the contract with me. If you want to change the contract, I will give you the contract to go to Bank of America tomorrow, see if you can find somebody to sit down with and make the changes that you want that they will agree with. One of the boxes that you sign when you buy a car basically states this contract cannot be changed. The other box that you actually sign that I get a kick out of is you will read front and back of every page of the contract. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I need to take just a moment and hopefully you have a pen handy. If you don't, please take a moment and try to grab one. If you would if you would be kind enough to write down this number, it's 602-679-8324 is my number. And I didn't mean to give you mine first. Um, I, it's okay. Um and more importantly, Gary's number, 602-525-1370. And I'm going to repeat that slowly 
so you can hopefully clearly write it down, 602-525-1370 is Gary's phone number. Now, if you go to our website and you insist on filling out a submission form, those emails will come to my Gary Green one at cox.net email address. If you don't put a phone number in, I will respond to your email. <coughs> However, a lot of times what I'll ask you to do is to reach out and call me. We're not the salespeople in the car dealership. We have one conversation with you. At the end of that conversation, if you're not interested in our service, I can promise you neither one of us will ever reach out and bother you. We're not going to check in three weeks what you're thinking. We're not going to call up in a month, say, what are you thinking? You know, and the biggest thing right now is it's not always the deal you're getting. It's the ability to get the car that you want. One of the things that Dana and I always talk about, and it's kind of a MSN article about cars that you shouldn't buy. And this was from October 2019, and it's a list of 32 vehicles. And I'm not going to agree that they're all bad cars, but I'm pretty much agreeing that I probably wouldn't buy any of them. Number 32 on the list is an Acura RLX. One of the big issues that Acura had when they made their luxury sedans, at one point you could get an Infiniti with a V8. You could get a Lexus with a V8. You could never get an Acura with a V8. They never made a a big car like that. Cadillac ATS. Uh, And these are from ratings on Consumer Reports. It's an article from Forbes. Uh, Cadillac ATS. You ever help anybody get one? Nope. How about a Chrysler 200? Nope. I I did help one person get one years ago, but I felt terrible, and they had to, and they understood that I felt it was a bad decision, but it was one of those things where the math at that time forced it. But otherwise, no, I would not help someone buy one. I've helped people buy Chevy Suburbans. Of course. Now, one of the reasons that Suburban doesn't have the greatest resale value is it's a popular rental vehicle. Now, one car that I've only I I kind of disagree on the Suburban. That's one on the list. Yeah, that that, shouldn't be on the list. That should not be on the list. Now, a Dodge Journey. I agree. Okay, I agree. But if you need a third row seat the cheapest and you third don't row. have a fortune and you need help and you need rebates, that could be your only logical choice. Ford Fiesta. It would never help anyone buy one. They, of course, a lot of these cars, I hope they don't even make anymore, and that's one of them they don't. Ford Focus. Another car that wouldn't help anyone buy. Everything in its class, not everything, but so many things are better that it wouldn't be helping someone by helping them buy one. Again, no longer offered by Ford. How about a Dodge Dart? Never. And same thing. Um, just the imports. There's just so many cars that are better. The Honda, the Toyota, the Hyundai, the Kia, the, the Nissan. There's just all better cars. You know, I always laugh because some a lot of people will point out that we spent some we spelt the word wrong on our website, and what, it's been pointed out a couple word? of times. I think it was highest, and I don't G H E S T. Right, I don't. You know, we missed it. My wife missed it when she was proofreading stuff. I'm not going to go in and change it. I'm not overly concerned. We're not selling cars by our inner, by our website. Oh, we're sure not. But the funny <laughs> thing is, when you look at this article, they can't even spell infinity, but they put an infinity Q50 on the list. And, and I agree with the Q50 as well. It's um, a great car. And it's, a, and it's a good car to lease, maybe. It's a great car to lease, and it's a great car to buy two years old. Jeep Cherokees, Jeep Compass, 
Jeep Patriot. Don't I'm, like, don't like, don't like. I'm now, not, they, now with the Jeep Cherokee with a six cylinder, never a four. You know, maybe, maybe, but the other ones, absolutely not. Nissan Pathfinder. I like Pathfinders, I, but I, 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 I think I've helped be. one or two people ever get them, and the one that the guy got was an all-wheel drive Platinum, and it was fifty grand for a Pathfinder. I, I, I don't believe I've helped anyone acquire a, a Pathfinder again in that segment. The competition's just arguably better, period. One of the worst overall values and most expensive operating costs is a BMW 7 Series. Now, I did own one, and I bought it when it was a year old with 20,000 miles on it, and I paid half what the original MSRP was. That's the only time you buy one of those. Otherwise, you would lease the car, or it's not, in my opinion, wise. Okay, Cadillac XTS, which was a four-door sedan, a Fiat 500L. Now, this vehicle, it's I don't the worst believe, cars ever. should be on the list. The Fiat, I don't the, believe, the Fiat 500? No, no, the Fiat 500, 500 uh, 100%. should be the top five. Yeah, it should be the worst car. Go ahead. I don't think a Jeep Wrangler should be on the list. Oh, no, no, no. Cars. It does not belong on the list. It's one of the highest resale value vehicles you can buy. When Gary mentioned the client, the lady who, you know, that a Jeep wasn't for her, absolutely not. But Wranglers are a niche vehicle that, for the people that love them, like Jim that has the most amazing Wrangler that you were talking about, um, they're fanatics. They hold their value insanely well. I disagree on the Wrangler, but it wouldn't be for me. I wouldn't enjoy a Wrangler. The next two are both Lincolns, an MKS and an MKT. All Lincolns for the most part. You know, and then you have the Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, it's an electric car, I believe, the IMIEV. Never helped anyone. Don't ever plan to. Mitsubishi Mirage. Never, never plan to. Number 10 and 11 both belong to the Nissan family, a Titan and an Armada. You know, I, it's kind of odd, but and I don't know what your experience has been, but I think I've only helped one or two people in 10 years buy either of those vehicles. I helped one, a firefighter get a a, a I've helped a couple sure. of people get armadas. And I, I helped him, a firefighter, great great guy. In fact, he's the assistant chief of the Phoenix Fire Department, a wonderful human being. I helped him get an armada. That was back in 2011. That's the last time someone asked me for one. That's, I mean, I would help someone get one, I think, because I'm not opposed to that vehicle. But, again, Another car or, already not offered, Scion IQ. Yeah, all the and, Scions are no moss. That, and, then, and the only one I think they kept over was the... 86, which yeah, was, that was the, like the Subaru Breeze or BRZ yeah. type thing. And then you can have a, a Smart for two, uh, which I would never help anybody buy. A Maserati Ghibli. Uh, it's a midsize luxury vehicle. It was ranked 17th out of 17 midsize luxury cars. Two firmer ride, sloppy handling, and lax rear seat room. Then they talked about the old JK uh, Jeep because the new one is a JL. Ford Taurus, no longer offered. Fiat 500X, number three. Uh, Fiat 500. Most of the vehicles on this list have never helped anyone buy, or only a couple times ever, but most of them, not at all. I've helped I, a can, couple of people get Dodge Caravans, because if you yeah. need a minivan and you, you don't want to spend it, you can't buy it cheaper. And what's kind of funny was it was bookends. The 32nd worst car was an Acura. And the first worst car was an act. ILX at the end? ILX was absolutely yeah, it. Yeah, I figured. But folks, here's what it is. It's really simple. We don't sell cars. We help you buy cars. And we don't help you buy ones that aren't good ones. And, and our business is all about relationships. I had somebody call me on a Saturday and wanted to know who they could speak to at a car dealership on a Saturday so they could just go in and look. And I said, you know, if you're going to go in just to look, go wherever you want. Because one thing that I don't 
really like is when somebody shows a lack of respect towards the salespeople. Salespeople. Because they're not bad people. I had a, a woman that absolutely said to this she said to the general manager of the dealership, keep your vultures away from me. Now, coming from a girl with a four fifty eight credit score, she needed more help than anybody that I've ever seen buying a car, and that help was coming from the general manager. And he actually said to her, if that's the way you feel, maybe we shouldn't be doing business together. There's plenty of times that I've deleted people's phone numbers out of my phone. I, I'm sure you deleted that one. You know, and, and the funny part about it was his sister, her sister actually called me, and her sister's credit was the... Apple doesn't fall far from the cart. B- birds of a feather flock together. Very similar. So she had, I got her approved on a loan that she never should have got. And about a week and a half later, I got a phone call from the general, ma- uh, no, I'm sorry, the finance director. And she actually said to me, Gary, I didn't realize this girl was your client. I never would have tried to reach out to her, but I need you to help me get a hold of her. Part of the conversation was you are going to be interviewed by the dealership to confirm that the information that is on your credit application is the information that you gave to the dealership. Now, that doesn't always happen, but it happens quite a bit when your credit score is less than 500. She didn't recognize the number that was calling her, and she wasn't answering the call or returning the call to the person for that. So the phone call that I got was, if she doesn't answer this phone call, by the end of business tomorrow, we're going to hook her car. Now, hook her car means they're going to send a tow truck. They're going to get a flatbed out there. They're going to pick the car up. And one thing you never want to have done is have a dealership pick up your car for you refusing to do something, especially if you gave them money as a down payment. Because now the money that you gave as a down payment became hostage because they're going to take out for the towing fee. They're going to take out for this fee. They're going to find every little Damage if they can, charge you for miles, miles. possibly. You know, and, and one of the things that I want to touch on the last thing for this week is I think that it's a shame that people don't understand that when you buy a car and you're sitting in the business office and you buy a warranty, that if you get rid of that car and that warranty is still in place, you can cancel that warranty for a refund. So I actually helped a young lady a couple of weeks ago. She bought a pickup truck that was useless. She bought a truck that could not tow the trailer that she just bought. And at the end of the day, we traded in that 1500 Toyota, I'm sorry, half-ton Toyota, for a 2500 diesel ramp pickup truck to be able to tow the trailer. And at the end of the day, when it was all done, with the tax savings on the trade and the way that Toyotas are selling used, she really didn't take too bad of a bath, and I got her a price on a Ram 2500 that she never thought she could have got. And I got her an interest rate that was over two points lower than she had just contracted on the Toyota at a Toyota dealership through Toyota Financial Services. She also had bought a warranty when she bought that vehicle. And the new warranty that I got her on the Ram pickup truck was 
more than $2,000. It was $2,000 less. She also bought the wheel and tire protection for half the price that she was charged in the Toyota dealership. But what she didn't realize was that she was going to get a 100% refund for the wheel and tire product and for the warranty that she bought on the Toyota because it was less than one month that she owned it. And then I mentioned to her, well, you traded in your Honda. She said, yeah. I said, did you buy a warranty when you got that? Yep. Well, she called me yesterday and she actually wanted to tell me that thank you so much for telling me this. I never knew this. I went down to the dealership. Not only did I cancel everything on the Toyota, I went to the Honda dealership and the Honda dealership informed me that she was getting close to $179 for one product and almost $1,600 as a cancellation on the warranty. Folks, our business is not about charging you 400 bucks to make your life not as simple as it could be buying a car. We're here to help you buy a car. We're not here to sell you anything. Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. I want to take a minute and thank all of our sponsors. We've got Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Chad Sasan over at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. You have Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, uh, Bill Brixey at Larry Miller Nissan in Mesa. Bobby Rabati at b Auto Sales on Cave Creek Road in the corner of Greenway in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Dennis Lundy at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. <laughs> 